This episode is sponsored by Targeted Tax Relief. If you owe the IRS money, work with Targeted Tax Relief and get that burden hanging over your head all sorted out. Call Targeted Tax Relief now for a free consultation. The number is 888-843-4113. And did we mention it is free? Targeted Tax Relief specializes in resolving really tough issues with the IRS. Tracy is an enrolled agent and she can directly negotiate with the government on your behalf and work on a debt resolution settlement so you can be done with it and stop worrying every day when you go to your mailbox. Call Tracy and her team at Targeted Tax Relief today. Again, the number is 888-843-4113. It is confidential and secure. Call now or go to TargetedTaxRelief.com. Welcome to Vegas Revealed, episode 123. We are back from some travels, and boy, do we have stories. One of them is from a terrifying spot outside of Vegas. Right through there. Okay. Go see Charlie. Okay, I'm going to check out Charlie. He's the most haunted clown there is here. He's in all the movies. We traveled to America's scariest motel. Plus, zombie crickets, a cattle crossing, and the hottest place I have ever been. And it's not in Las Vegas. That's the best part. And the Vegas Loop is approved to extend from the Strip to downtown Las Vegas. We'll have the details on that. All that with summer brunch and some golf thrown in. Let's get to it and spin that wheel. Welcome to Vegas Revealed, episode 123. Dana, we're back from a week off. That's right. We've had, I mean, we've really been across the country, out of the country, upstate, downstate. We've been all over. We really have. We were on vacation first. Um, well, you were on, I feel like you were really on more of a vacation because you actually did tropical things and we were in the mid- middle of the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> I went to visit my family, which was, you know, a vacation and relaxing, but, you know, I wasn't, you know, sitting poolside with a margarita. <laughs> um, then you and I went on a work trip. So we've got a lot to get through. Um, first, we want to talk a little bit about, I thought this was interesting because you went on a cruise um, you enjoyed it. You beat the the storm that was coming into Florida in order to get on this cruise. We we kind of jiggled some things around and made it work to get you there on time, and it and it all worked out, right? Yeah, it was crazy that that tropical system that turned into tropical storm Alex that pushed across uh, southern Florida really was kind of getting in the way of all of our travel plans. We had to move flights earlier so that we could get to Florida because it turned out our original flight ended up being canceled because mm-hmm. of the the tropical weather that was pushing through. So we got there early, stayed in Florida for a little bit, then got on the the boat and we're going sailing through this weather that mm-hmm. turned into a tropical storm as we were going through it. Um, but after a day, we were out of the out of the nasty weather, and we're able to enjoy a nice, nice vacation down on the cruise ship. 
I love that. I love that. Yeah, I went to Rochester, New York, saw my parents. It was lovely. Did some walks by the lake, uh, saw some friends, did some cookouts. It, it was great. Uh, really enjoyed seeing the family and friends that are over there in Rochester, New York. The weather was in the 70s. One day it would be a little rainy, then a little sunny. I love like walking out. My favorite thing to do when I go home is take walks because I feel like around here, I don't know, the walks aren't as enjoyable in Las Vegas. I don't know why. <laughs> but Yeah, you need to be in very specific parts of yeah. the Las Vegas Valley to take a pretty walk. Exactly. So I enjoyed seeing some rain because that is so rare here lately. Um, that was fun. But when you and I were chatting about your vacation, I was asking you about the different islands. And I thought this was interesting. You said, I went to Puerto Rico and I've never been anywhere hotter in my life. And I'm like, well, hotter than Vegas? So explain what you mean. I mean, it was... I can't even fully explain to you how hot it was. So Puerto Rico was one of the stops on our our cruise. We pulled in to uh, Old San Juan and we got off the ship first thing in the morning at like seven, eight o'clock in the morning. We got off the ship just to get out and walk around Mm -hmm. the old downtown area. And already by eight, eight thirty, it, the sun was just so intense. I think the air temperature was only, I don't know, in the mid-80s, maybe low 90s. Mm-hmm. But the sun was just so intense and the humidity was so high that we were just instantly dripping <laughs> with sweat. We were just soaked. Yeah. And there was no escaping the sun. <laughs> we had to... We walked out to the the tip of the island where there was an old fort, and at least there we had some some of the sea breeze that was blowing across. But once we were back in the middle of the buildings and in the downtown area, it just got so hot again. We had to stop into a Starbucks, mm. get a refresher, yeah. and sit in the air conditioning for a little bit. Well, I was get go sorry, go ahead. I, I was just gonna up. say it was just so oppressively hot. Yeah. Well, I was going to ask you, so like a lot of people say, oh, I don't care what you say. People say it's a dry heat. 110 is still blazing hot in Vegas. You know, stop trying to skirt around it. And I'm like, well, no, it is hot. But do you think that that is hotter than like 110 in a Vegas summer? It's a different kind of heat. Yeah. And I'll tell you why. Because here in Las Vegas, in the desert southwest, rarely do our humidity levels get above... I don't know, like 12%, right? which is very, very low. So any like moisture that's coming off of your body, a good bulk of that evaporates, which actually, you know, tends to keep you a little cooler. But when you're there and it's in the high 80s and extremely high humidity, like there's nowhere for your like perspiration to go (laughs) except like down your back and soaking into your clothes and just like on you. And so you just get that sticky, wet feeling Mm. that you don't get here. Right. It's hot here. And it's, it, I equate it to opening uh, the oven door. And you know how you get that Mm -hmm. blast of heat that comes out of the oven? Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's what you get in the summertime here when it's up into the 110s or whatever. You open your front door and you just get that 
wall of heat, but it's mm, not. I love it. It's not. <laughs> so do I. So do I. But it really is a dry heat. Yeah. Right. So it's different. So it's a different kind of heat, but it felt probably something you weren't used to anymore. I mean, we're both from, you know, Western New York where it does get humid. And if it is a hot, you know, which is rare, high 90s kind of day, you feel it. But Puerto Rico, I'm sure the humidity is more intense than Western New York. So yes, that's very probably much so. But it but. was beautiful. I would go back to Puerto Rico in a heartbeat. Yeah, you really enjoyed it. Loved it there. And the people were great. The The food was great. The drinks were amazing. Mm-hmm. We went to the Bacardi Distillery. Oh, fun. So we had a, a drink making class over there. So it was great. Oh, that's right up your alley. It, it really is. <laughs> well, good. I'm glad you had a good vacation. Something I noticed I was going to point out, I was laughing at, and I was telling you, and you know, all my airport travels here, heading to New York and back. On the way back, I was wearing like a Raider, Las Vegas Raiders sweatshirt. Okay. And I landed at, oh, I was going to say McCarran, the Harry Reid Airport. <laughs> and... Um, Everyone kept asking me directions and questions about how to get here and where are the taxis and where do I get my bags and is this the way we go and should we get on the tram? Does this take us to where our bags are? I'm like, why is everyone asking me questions? And then I realized I was wearing a Las Vegas Raiders shirt. So, hey, FYI, here's a tip. If you don't want everyone to stop you, don't wear a Raiders shirt or like a Las Vegas Golden Knights or Vegas Golden Knights, I should say, uh, sweatshirt or t-shirt because then everyone automatically knows or thinks that you're from Las Vegas and you know everything. So you automatically turned into a Las Vegas ambassador. I did. That was I it. I love it. I was laughing. So that <laughs> and was funny. I, and I bet you knew all the answers that uh, people I did. were asking. I'm not going to lie. It was kind of fun giving the answers because it was so easy. And I was like, oh, get go this way. Hop on here. And blah, blah, blah. And I recommend, I was like, take a taxi, not an Uber, if you want to get right to your hotel. They're lined up right outside. It's going to cost you $10 more probably. But if that doesn't bother you, you can walk across the bridge, wait with the masses, wait for your Uber to pull up. But they were like, okay, we're going to take the taxi. So that's what I did. But it is more expensive these days. A little, I definitely notice a price difference, but it just depends how bad you want to get to where you're going. Oh, side note, speaking of taxis. So when we got back from the cruise, we uh, our, port, our home port was Fort Lauderdale. Mm-hmm. So we had an entire day from getting off the ship in the the morning until our flight at 7 p.m. So we decided we would spend the day like going to watch a movie and just like relaxing, doing indoor stuff. We took a taxi from, we dropped our bags at the airport, then took a taxi to the movie theater. And the taxi drive, we gave him the address, told him where we were going. He was like, well, how do I get there? I was like, I don't know. Aren't you you the driver? Yeah, you're the taxi. I was like, don't you have a map system that tells you? We gave you the address. He was like, you need to tell me how to get there. What? Yes. So I had to pull it up on my phone and give him turn-by-turn directions on how to get to where we were going. Oh, my gosh. Like, my God, at that point, I should have just rented a car. Well, that's the thing. Lately, you hear all these people wanting to move to Florida because it's free. You know, it's great. And, you know, mask-free. And you can do whatever you want over there. And I get it. People that want that lifestyle. I know, you know, politics has gotten whatever. But then I think about Florida, and I go, things like that. In Miami, when I visit my girlfriend there all the time, they are so rude. Rude. Everything is expensive. The service is awful. I'm like, enjoy Florida. Enjoy it. I don't. I like to visit. I don't think I could live there. Las Vegas is is my place. Yeah. Now, if I met a rich billionaire who swept me off my feet and said, you know, I live in Florida, I would I would 
<laughs> Gladly. That would change the story a <laughs> <Yeah>. little. Yeah. <laughs> that would change the story. So, um, okay. So that's vacation. Now let's get to our work trip. Yes. Because that was super interesting. It was. And I mean, you and I could go on and on and on about this, but we know it's a podcast and people have limited time and, and patience. So we're going to try and condense it all. But you and I took a seven-hour trip north in Nevada, stayed within the state. Uh, we were on a uh, video shoot. Um, we did interviews and videos for an academy for teenagers up there. Won't get into all that uh, project that we did with the state. So we thought, well, let's drive. Because they said, well, you can either fly to Salt Lake City and then drive south for like three hours or two. Or you can drive straight up. But other than that, we have a very tiny airport because where we were going is Carlin, Nevada, which is right near Elko. Right. So our, our flight choices were either to Salt Lake or Reno, but then we'd still have to drive Rent a, car. a few hours from there. So we were just, no, we'll just drive the whole way yep. and, you know, make an experience out of it. And I was like, I've never done this drive. I right. was like, let's do it. And you were like, well, we go up to Salt Lake a lot. I'm kind of used to that direction. But this was a different kind of route because we went more to the west. We went kind of like up through the middle of the state of Nevada. And you know how sometimes you take a or you take a trip and it's kind of uneventful. Mm-hmm. You know, you go, you stop, you get your gas, you get yeah. back in the car. Get some Doritos. Yeah, yeah it's just whatever. <laughs> well, this was not one of those trips. Nope. It was eventful at every single step of the way. It really was. First of all, <sighs> We were, on our way there, we took one route. On our way home, we took another. The first route, um, the landscape changed often. It was still middle of nowhere and desert-like. But we, we stopped at the Alien 51 rest stop, which was interesting. Well, that right, was, Area 51. Right, and that's a, a combination uh, gas station and brothel. Yeah, we were you were pumping gas going, wait a minute. There's a brothel over there, and then you're going to go in and... Use the restroom and buy some pretzels and a Diet Coke. Like, this is a weird kind of combination. I guess they sell a different kind of jerky at that place. <laughs> yeah, so we were amazed at that. But, hey, uh, whatever works out there. Uh, there were aliens inside and alien fortune tellers and alien uh, liquor bottles and shots. It was pretty impressive. It's called the Area 51 Alien Center. It's all green. We put some stuff on our social so you can go take a look at it. But that was our first kind of whatever. Then we're driving north and uh, we start going through some historic towns. And you had some little tidbits of information about stuff. And I was like, okay, cool. And I whipped out the phone. You know, and there was like very, very old towns. I mean, oh, these are like nothing. mining towns from back in the boom days of yeah. Nevada. And this was not one single thing modernized in. Like, we didn't drive by. It's not like you drive by, like, a plaza that was built in 1999, and then there's an old. I mean, everything's old. Like, the blacksmith shop is still there. Yeah. You're like, it's Western. Yeah. It's It's very Western. I mean, that literally is, like, an old Mm -hmm. West town. Right. Parts of them are, like, kind of ghost town-y things where the buildings are just still there but not being used. And then there's, you know homes and businesses mm-hmm. that have been built over the years around them, mm-hmm. um, but definitely very old 
Western towns with donkeys roaming around. Donkeys, yeah. And then we loved saying the names of the places we drove by because it would be like the, I don't remember some of them, but like the saloon was always like something you'd hear in a movie. It you was, know? Like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I can't think off the top of my head. but And then we drove by the Mitzpah Hotel, which is uh, known to be haunted as well in... Tonopah. Tonopah. Yep. And then also, we're, we're driving along. Okay, so we're going to get to... You guys are going to just, this story. <laughs> We're driving along, and I see, like, this clown, really big clown. And I'm like, is that the clown motel? I've heard about this. And I told you, Sean, pull over. We're going in. Yeah. So we pull over into the parking lot of the clown motel. And we're like, oh, you know, since we're here, we should get out and you know, take some selfies, get some pictures. Yeah. When's the next time we're going to be back at the Clown Motel? Exactly. And there's the big clown there. His name's Jolly. He's got a little name tag on. And a lot of people stop and take a picture with Jolly, which is what we did. I was setting up the self-timer. And then from above, we hear, you guys want me to take your picture? And you and I are like, sure. Lady that was up there working the Clown Motel comes down to take our picture, which we thought was really nice. So we struck up a conversation. She is an employee there at the Clown Motel. And then she says, well, do you want to see some rooms? Yeah. We're like, well, (laughs) yeah, why not? And from there, the conversation progressed and we learned so, so much. Oh, we really did. We learned how the Clown Motel is haunted and it is known as America's scariest motel. We looked inside the rooms that were themed and like the clown pictures on the wall are frightening. Some of them were a little bit more fun loving, I guess. And then Lori was her name, by the way. We asked Lori, like, do people really stay here? So she's going to elaborate on that. But one story she did tell us was that, oh, people try to stay here a lot, but sometimes people check in, they go to their room for like an hour, and they're like, I can't do it. It's too creepy. Okay? (laughs) So anyway, I whipped out my phone. Sean and I said, we got to talk to Lori for the podcast, right? We didn't even tell her. We said, you know, we got a podcast. We're going to do this. But we just let Lori go with her stories. Here's Lori. Oh, this is so fun. How many theme rooms do you have? Five. Five theme rooms? Yeah. I know, right? So, do a lot of people come oh and my stay God, here? It's packed from, well, normally Thursday nights till, well, we had them Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday this week, so. Yeah, yeah, it's been a full house. Is it like a destination stop? It is or a destination stop. People from all over the world come here, and they bring clowns. They bring clowns? Yeah. But well, we got 2,000 clowns, over 2,000 clowns in there. Jesus Christ. And we're you mean like, cl- like clown figurines? Yeah. All kinds of see. You can act like one if you want. <laughs> <laughs> I've never so, called a clown before. So the most uh, famous one is Charlie. He's the one on American Ghost Hunters and every Discovery, everything. Uh, and the Travel Channel. But we're bu- they're building that. So we could push the office out because there's over 2,000 pounds in storage. Wow. That's how many people we see. Jeez. Mm -hmm. And then they bring them uh, or mail them. If you go inside and there's a glass case, 
when you go inside with two clouds in it, you guys really need to read that. I'm not giving it up. Okay. Just read it. Okay. I'm gonna take you down. So Lori was a hoot, mm -hmm. such a character, and so much information too. Uh, but the stories didn't end there. Lori then started telling us about all of the paranormal activity that people experience at the Clown Motel. One night, there was a blizzard here. I don't know if y'all remember, if y'all from Vegas, it was freaking freezing. The winds were 75 miles an hour, okay? And I'm upstairs. And I could see two lights in the graveyard. Okay, and this went on for at least five minutes. And I'm sitting here, the snow is this way. There's no way anybody could hang with that. Not in that weather, buddy. Uh-uh, I couldn't even stand out my window. It was so cold out. It was two orbs. And they came and they met, and they were just orbing around. I know, I couldn't leave because I wanted my phone. Yeah, it still gives me goosebumps. I wanted my phone to start snapping pictures, but I didn't want to leave the window because I didn't know if I believed it or not. Well, it lasted 15 minutes. No joke. No. No and then way. what, did they go away? <laughs> they or? just went away. Oh yeah. my gosh. That was awesome though, and it happened by the sheriff's grave. By Sheriff Logan's grave. Wow. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it got my attention. What idiots would be out there in a blizzard? I yeah. mean, it was literally a blizzard. Yeah, so. I mean, that wasn't my imagination. Actually, a lady caught it on her phone. So it wasn't just me. Mm -hmm. I wasn't seeing you weren't seeing Do you think just any of the paranormal stuff, is it? do you think it's mostly linked to the cemetery? Oh, God, yes. Since it's right but, next door? But check it out. They did a research on the graveyard. We are built on top of the graveyard. So are other buildings in Upward. Back in the day, in the early, in the late 1800s and early 1900s, there was over 50,000 people here. Oh my gosh. So, you better believe there was more than, but Mother Nature washed out all their, you know, their, it was just wood, you know, that's all they had to work with back right. in them days. Mm. And uh, Mother Nature washed it out, so nobody really knew that they were building on top. I know. Well, that explains it. Yep, there you that go. Explains that explains it. it. <laughs> True story. Wow. So, anyway. so where the clown is the lobby that we go in? The yeah, clown figurines? Right, mm-hmm, right through there. Okay. Go see Charlie. Okay, I'm going to check out Charlie. He's the most haunted clown there is here. Oh. He's in all the movies. He is? He is. What's your first name? Lori. Lori. Thank you so much, Lori, oh, for welcome. showing Thank you, Lori. us around. No problem, you guys. It was good to meet you. You too. Y'all be safe, okay? Stay safe. What a time we had. We even bought some uh, Clown Motel coffee mugs as a souvenir. We did. <laughs> in the gift shop. And uh, it was interesting, let me tell you. We also have some video on our social media. So go to Vegas Revealed or, or even our personal ones. And we've got the cemetery there. That I'm not, I'm not going to lie. That thing was That thing was that creepy. Was creepy. Very. <laughs> and uh, we've got some video of the rooms at the Clown Motel and Sean's and I's experience and a uh, little chat with Lori as well. So uh, Lori was exactly who you would imagine working at the Clown Motel. Just, you know, stories for days, you know, her, I don't know, just her personality, everything. So we enjoyed bumping into Lori and we thank her for the quick tour. Yes, absolutely. That was definitely a memorable stop. 
to start our mm-hmm. our travels. Right. And oh, it's about three hours away from Las Vegas. So FYI, if you're coming into Las Vegas, you're here for a long time looking for a day trip and you want to go to the Clown Motel just to look at it and look at some of the historic towns, it'll take you about three hours. And it's pretty much a straight shot. And the trip just continued from there with so many experiences and stories, really too many to fit into the podcast. But one of the interesting things is that we got stopped on the highway Mm -hmm. for a cattle crossing. There was one pasture on one side of the highway, another pasture on the other. The ranchers shut down the traffic on the highway to let this herd of cattle travel across. It was crazy. And you had just got done helping a man at the rest stop load this four-wheeler onto his... He stopped. He needed some help. You did a good deed. We get in the car. We're ready to go. And then, like, this cattle crossing's going on. And the cattle dog, cattle... What do they call it? The cattle... No, he was like the, the, the cattle, cattle dog. dog. Yeah, he yeah. was, like, moving the cows across. The border there collie. Were, there were cowboys. We were like, is this Yellowstone? Like, where are we? It did look exactly <laughs> like a scene out of Yellowstone. That was interesting. Go to my social media and Sean's social media on Instagram. We have the cattle crossing posted. If you've never seen one, we—I don't know why we found it so interesting, but it was—it just truly was. I, I've never experienced <laughs> that before. I don't know. Cattle crossing. At one point, you guys, we were driving north. There were so many. There was like this area that was like heavily. engrossed with bugs on the roadway. They were like bugs trying to cross the street. I know this. It was so creepy to the point where they were smashed over the road where it was a little slick. I mean, there were millions, millions and millions and millions. They're called uh, Mormon crickets, Mm -hmm. I think is the official name. There were some people in the town that were calling them zombie crickets. Mm -hmm. And they were really, they were big. Yeah. And they don't fly like grasshoppers do. They like hop along the ground. But I mean, there was every few years, apparently this massive swarm comes across northern Nevada, and we happened to be there right in the swarm's path, and the road was just like this gross, like brownish red color. Yeah, because that happened early on, and then then when we got there, it was like another up there toward Carlin that was another infestation. So they were, we ran into them twice. We did. And that was... I don't know how I got through it, but (laughs) we stayed in Elko. Elko was an interesting town, too. Again, old... Not a lot of new stuff. I mean, there was a J.C. Penney, I think, and possibly there a Walmart. Was. Yep. Yeah, uh, we tried a few of the restaurants. We had Mexican, we had Italian. Uh, we enjoyed the the steakhouse at the Maverick Hotel Casino where we, we did stayed. Aspen is what it's called. <laughs> that was the one place we really liked. But um, we met some characters. The Maverick Hotel. I don't know. It wasn't the best experience in the world, but we don't like to give nasty reviews so we'll just <laughs> skip that one because <laughs> that was a whole nother that was a whole nother, whole nother thing. thing yeah anyway what a trip let's move on because i'm sure everyone's sick of hearing us go on and on about this trip well the last thing that i do want to mention about elko mm-hmm. is the establishment that has dancing and diddling girls yes I don't know. You and I were like, what is diddling? We had to Google it or ask our friends on Twitter. And it happens inside this little establishment right next to this house with kids jumping on trampolines. (laughs) 
Oh, you guys. Maybe we'll do a podcast extra sometime and we'll even elaborate on this whole trip. Anyway, Sean and I were very happy to be back in Las Vegas. We saw the buildings as we were pulling in. We're like, ah, we made us appreciate where we live. You know, the small town thing is for it's It's definitely for a certain group of people who love the open space, open land. The You know, you you know, everyone down the road and it definitely serves a purpose and some people love it. Some people don't. I think we discovered, for us, I don't think we could do it. Yeah, I don't think so. We're Vegas people now. I think now. I'm a Vegas, definitely a Vegas boy. Yeah. For sure. Um, but we came back to some exciting news here in Las Vegas that will hopefully uh, make it a little easier to get around in the years to come. Yes. We already have the Vegas Loop right near the convention center. Kind of gets you from one convention center to the other because we have a brand new one. But now we had told you in the past that they plan on extending that to certain parts of the Strip, also uh, eventually the airport, and then downtown Las Vegas. Well, a lot of people don't know, and we always try to reiterate, that the Strip is not considered the city of Las Vegas. It is in Clark County. Clark County had already approved the Loop. Now that they want to attach it to the city... Uh, the city council had to approve the loop. They listened to some concerns and questions from the public, and they approved it. And so now some of the stops that are proposed, uh, there's a stop at the Plaza Hotel. There's a stop at Circa, a stop at Fremont Street. Cool. So, you know, it'll help people get down from the Las Vegas Strip to uh, the downtown Fremont Street area a little bit easier. Right. And and it's going to go to Resorts World, too. And just a quick, just if you don't know what it is, it's the Boring Company, Elon Musk's company. It's electric vehicles that just get you places really quick without the stops, okay? So I don't know exactly how it's going to work when it branches off, but you and I were saying, like, it's going to have to branch off at certain points. So you basically go straight to where you are going unlike a subway that stops at many stops along the way right yep so it's going to be great underground and we need stuff underground because we have so much going on kind of above ground right now around the well downtown and the strip which we keep adding things and events and even we were chatting with a friend the other day saying i mean gosh i don't know how even our infrastructure is going to handle on all this there has to be a plan but we've got the sphere that's almost done the fountain blue Almost done. We've got the Formula One. Yeah, a bunch of construction happening. Coming in. For Formula One right now, too, just mm-hmm. off of the Strip. So right. it is. There is a lot so <laughs> that's the, happening. The Loop Underground will be a, a welcome for sure. All right, well, let's do some tips. First in our tips, let's start with uh, STK and their plans for some cool new additions this summer. STK, a great steakhouse at the Cosmopolitan. Never heard anyone say a bad thing about it. Everyone always loves the experience. The music's always pumping. You know, it's a little bit of, I would almost say, like a nightclub slash steakhouse, right? I mean, it's a vibe. It's a vibe. For sure. (laughs) And it's been there for a long, it's been there since it opened, the Cosmopolitan, right? Yep, it has. And it's in in many other cities across the country as well. So uh, not just in Las Vegas. Anyway, they had their little summer solstice uh, party last night. You and I went, and they were featuring some new things that they have coming for their weekend brunch, and then also some new additions that you can get anytime. So the weekend brunch additions, well, first of all, I love the uh, Bloody Mary bar where you can, like, 
they pour the you know the actual drink and then you kind of dress it up with maybe you want to add a little more tabasco you want to use some uh, bacon and celery and all that kind of thing that was fun i'm a sucker for a good bloody mary i know it's so good right i love spicy not sweet so it's right up my alley yes 100 <laughs> percent. yeah and we tried some of the different uh featured items there as well they had some skewers they had a great uh, ice sculpture with you know big huge plump shrimp and some sliders that were great i think they had a salmon slider and, uh, and a beef slider. Beef slider, yep. yeah. I had the beef slider. That was delish. So, and then they featured some desserts as well. So they've got a lot of different cool things coming for summer brunch. But then they also had this little kind of like shots, shots, shots presentation. Right, Sean? It was. <laughs> and um, the reason this was so special is apparently whip shots are a new addition to STK. And these whip shots um, apparently... You can't find them anywhere else in Las Vegas. It's a first-of-its-kind vodka-infused whip cream, and it's a party in a can launched in 2021 with partner Cardi B. We all know Cardi. It's a playful shot of sophistication that will indulge your curiosity and your senses. That's how they, they describe it, okay? And then it contains 10% alcohol. ABV. What's that stand for? Uh, alcohol by volume. Yeah, that. And it's shelf-stable and non-dairy. So SDK is the first restaurant to carry and serve whip shots. So we had a shot with the whip right on top. <laughs> and that whole thing was quite the presentation. But kind of cool if you're into trying that out. Um, and apparently you can add any flavor of the whip shot, vanilla, caramel, or mocha, to any cocktail or brunch French toast. Right. So, so. you can have your, your alcohol-infused whipped cream right on top of your French toast. Make it just that much more decadent. <laughs> Hope I described that all right. I was reading off some notes. But, yeah, it was a lot of fun. We really enjoyed that. And, and good for STK for always making changes. They always have different kinds of additions. And their brunch is great if you've never been either. Yeah, so brunch, always a good staple here in Las Vegas during summertime. Also, another great spot for summer is Top Golf. We've talked about Top Golf before. We just recently uh, stopped back over there because they have a lot of new programs for summer. They have some uh, clinics for kids. So that there's day camps where mm. kids can go and learn to golf. There's a golf pros who, if you reserve a bay at Top Golf to go and and practice, you can have a golf pro come and help analyze your swing, straighten out your shot, make you a little better. I mean, down in the pro shop, you can customize your own set of Callaway golf clubs and, you know, buy those and take them home. So they have a lot going on. But also, something big that's coming up is a fantasy football draft season. Mm -hmm. And Huge. there are a lot of great venues inside Top Golf uh, that can be rented out for draft parties which are a big thing here. Yeah, huge. And then when we were there, they also mentioned, hey, remind people the pool is open to the public at Topgolf. And if you didn't know, our Topgolf has a pool. And now if you want a cabana and all that, that has to be reserved. But there are lounge chairs out there, and it's first come, first serve. So if you kind of just want like a pool atmosphere and kind of a Vegasy kind of vibe, I mean, go there and, and just get there early and enjoy the pool. And it's free. It's free. 
There's plenty of food and beverage there for you, too, and a great view overlooking the, the strip there. So Top Golf, you really can't miss it. My sister's coming into town next week, and I think we're going to have a, a Top Golf night. Mm-hmm. Oh, that'll be fun. I really enjoyed the Caesar salad, too, by the way, that they had out for oh, us. That was food so is good. great. It was great. Uh, they have great sliders. They have a, a pretzel charcuterie yeah. board. <laughs> and the pretzel, it, I'm... Also a sucker for soft pretzels, Mm -hmm. like the big Bavarian pretzels. This was one of the best pretzels I have ever had. Yeah. It was definitely very soft, right? It was. Yeah, it was good. Their mustard dipping sauce was was so good, too. Great. I I recently had a night at Topgolf with some friends, and we got some buffalo chicken spicy dip kind of thing. That was delicious as well. And, you know, I wanted to mention that a couple people DM me after they saw a quick... um, Insta story that I put up saying, oh, I, actually, uh, one of our listeners in Germany said they have one in Germany, and he has never oh, been. Wow. Okay. Yeah, he's never been, but, and I, and then he said, oh, it looks just like our Germany one, and then he sent a link, and I said, yeah, but you don't have a view of the strip, and he said, I know, Vegas always does it better, and I'm like, <laughs> I know, so he's coming into town in October, so I'm like, you got to check out Top Golf. Another DM I got is people ask, a cu- actually a couple, saying, it looks difficult, is it hard, and it's not. So I think that's... It, it's, you mean to actually play? To actually play. No. They're like, how do you hit the target? And like, it's not... There's so many targets out there that you just kind of like... You can be really good and competitive at it, but you can also just go swing and aim. And you know what? Many times your ball will land in one of the targets and you get a certain amount of points. So it's a lot of fun. It's, you do. And the technology that they use there is actually pretty cool, too. It's the same kind of ball tracking technology that they use. If you watch any of the PGA events Mm -hmm. on TV, you know, that'll show like the big yellow line with the arc of the ball. It's the same kind of technology. So the monitors, the TV monitors at your golf bay are going to show you that same kind of shot. It'll show you exactly where your ball drops in relation to the targets that are out there. It really is meant just to go and have a good time if you're really competitive and you are good at target practice. You can definitely do that, but you could just go and have a good time and swing and (laughs) hit hit a yeah. few balls too. and not worry so much about we had a friend he got a 236 and everyone else five of us we got like 38 41 <laughs> we're like okay he's here to like you know hit the ball really far get it in the the highest ring or whatever for the most points but we didn't care it was fun you know it doesn't matter so like you said both skill levels and it's no big deal just go have a lot of fun top golf right there on koval just behind the MGM Grand. Just behind MGM, to the north. Yep. Yeah. And also, uh, by the way, great rooftop bar over there, too. So True. if you want to have some evening cocktails and watch the sunset, great place for that. Yeah, it's a good time at Top Golf. Hey, listen, follow all our social media accounts. Uh, we're on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. We put a lot of videos up with all the things that we do. You'll see some Top Golf stuff, some STK. You'll see one of the shots using the whipped cream. Um, you'll see our clown motel extravaganza (laughs) Um, and some of our videos too from our road trip so we always have visuals up for you please follow check us out interact ask questions all that good stuff and also a big thank you to our sponsor targeted tax relief you can follow targeted tax relief on social media as well give a call go online targetedtaxrelief.com if you want to just 
get that burden of IRS debt off of your back, Tracy and her team at Targeted Tax Relief can help. The number is 888-843-4113. There's a free consultation, nothing to lose, just to pick up the phone yep. and call, give talk to Tracy. And you and I talk about how we, we love Tracy. We use Tracy for our, our even our personal taxes, our business taxes, and here in Las Vegas. But just to kind of let people know and maybe just say one more time, you don't have to live in Nevada or Las Vegas to use targeted tax relief. It can be anyone across the country. Just you know, call that number or go online and she can work all this magic over the phone and online. You know, even a Zoom call or, you know, a phone chat and, and you guys sharing some pages on the internet and getting some info. and tra- So it, it's, it's easy to do. You don't have to live in Las Vegas or Nevada. No, no. and Tracy does work magic. She does. <laughs> call her. If you've, got, if you've got that burden, like you said, just get rid of it this year. 2023 is going to be your year. 2022, put it behind you. All right, that's episode 123. We are back next week with lots of more exciting Vegas news. And we hope you have a good week, everyone. Bye. Let's go tonight. Let's go tonight. Let's go to Vegas. We'll stay up all night. Let's go to Vegas, baby. Let's get away.